Hi, I'm Joe from JH Leather, and in this episode of the podcast, we talk about my false hope and the reality of doing a craft fair. So it has been another busy month for me up here in Wales, and I know I've said this a lot, but oh my goodness, where is this time going? It's going to be December when this episode of the podcast comes out, which is crazy. Uh, so yeah. Where is that time going? But what it does mean is that hopefully, if time keeps going this fast, we're going to whiz through the cold months and get back to, to being a little bit warmer up. So if you follow along with us on Patreon and you watch the Patreon exclusive vlog, then you would have seen last month we, or no, yeah, it was. Yeah, last month we started to do some insulating of the ceiling in my unit and we got about half of it done on that day, which was good. And so we have finally finished all that this month, which is great. And so it has made a bit of a difference, not as much as I was hoping in terms of keeping the heat in. It's helping reduce noise from the units upstairs a little bit, but the whole, I mean, like none of, so the entire building, it's a Victorian workhouse and it doesn't have any central heating in it at all because over the years, previous owners of the building just took things out and stripped it of its assets and sold it and the heating system was one of them so there's no heating in the entire building and I think given the energy crisis uh, and the price of energy in the UK at the moment I, I don't think they'd be heating it anyway to be honest but it's an incredibly cold building it's very drafty and so the little tweaks that we've made so earlier in the year we put up some temporary secondary glazing which has helped stop the wind coming through the windows because they were incredibly drafty and yes so we have finished doing the, the ceiling now that's pretty much all we can do, really. And it has helped, I think, like I said, with the sound. And it's never going to be a warm room. Let's put it that way. Uh, but it's, it's better than what it was. So that's the main thing. So yeah, so I'm slightly warmer in my workshop now, which is nice. And it is keeping the heating a little bit better. So with having put the jet engine on, I don't need to put that on for very long anymore. So I've got this like gas heater, which does look very much like a jet engine and it gets the room up pretty warm in about five minutes or so which is good because before it was taking about 20 minutes and so that's really good and then I've got an oil-filled radiator which unfortunately has to be on full blast because my room is actually quite big and also the ceiling is very high and so I don't have the jet engine on all day but just to take off the chill first thing and it's sort of keeping the ambient room temperature if I have the heater on full blast most of the day usually it's about like 15 degrees celsius which is okay it's not the best but it's a lot better than what it was so previously after doing both the heater on full and the jet engine once the heat had dissipated from the jet it would sort of drop down to about 12 so about three degrees higher which does make a lot of difference on that cold end of the spectrum so we are a little bit warmer in the workshop now which is very nice however I still am wearing lots of clothes and I'm thinking I'm starting to go for the double jumper option as well from this week because we are getting a bit colder here in the UK 
And so that's my heating chat out of the way for this episode. Uh, but we've been quite busy, like I said um, earlier. We ha- it's been a very busy month and uh, sort of kicking off with doing the beginner bifold wallet. So this actually started out as a premium DIY leathercraft kit, which I designed and made this month as well and started to release that because I wanted to add a little wallet into the premium DIY kit lineup. And then I thought I actually haven't done a proper like beginner wallet video on the YouTube channel. So I put it out onto the discord channel to see if people were interested in that sort of thing and it was a yes so i then got to work transforming those patterns into a pdf pattern pack as well as a acrylic set for those of you who are looking for something a bit more substantial or are looking to make quite a few of these wallets and so the video went down on youtube really well which was very nice so really pleased with how that one went I am also, I know I've said it a lot, I am still working on the bifold with coin pocket acrylic template. That is one of my um, better selling PDF packs. So I do want to get that into an acrylic template set. I'm just trying to work out the best way to do it with sort of minimal pieces if I can, but I, I think I'm, that's not going to happen. So I think I need to just add in the bit that uh, need to be added in, <laughs> let's put it that way, because I don't think I can keep it within the template like I have tried to do with some of the other ones, like the three pocket card holder and the vertical card holder, where it's one template, but you can get the two bits that you need off of it. So still working on that one. Hopefully that will be ready soon, because like I said, it is one of the better selling pdf packs i think it would be it would work really well as a, a um, acrylic set i do enjoy using the acrylics that i've made and i've never used an acrylic template before having the glowforge but i must say they are a joy to use when you compare them to just like the thin bit of card that i was using before so yes yeah, still working on that we are getting there when it is done i will be letting you all know with a release over on the instagram page and i will try and use the youtube posts the community posts a bit more as well just to let you know what's going on and if there are any new releases and that sort of thing and so my main focus for this month was actually the craft fair that was just this last saturday so it was saturday the 26th of november and so i have not had a good running at craft fairs in the past to the point where i just won't do them now um so a lot of that is down to where i am located and what it is that i'm selling so wales isn't a particularly affluent area specifically the area that i am i live in and the workshop is in it's not like I said, it's not the most affluent area. So the customers and the people living here are not my target audience. And I learned that quite early on where not long after I moved up here for the first couple of years or so, I really tried to get out to as many of the craft fairs I could. And I just didn't sell anything. And it was quite demoralizing because we had a lot of people coming and looking at my stuff and then telling me that it was too expensive. And the standout comment that I got, and I think I must have only been, I was 24 when I moved up here so I wasn't you know full of confidence or anything like that and I think it might have been it was either that first one I did so I was either 24 or maybe 25 and this guy came in and was looking at my belts and I sell them for more now than what I did then and you know they weren't you know it was a I think it was a one and a half inch belt that I had for sale for 50 pounds which is not expensive for a handmade belt from bridal leather with solid brass fittings that were cast in the UK. So £50 was actually a bargain for what it was. And he basically looked at it and then told me very directly, 
that why would he buy that when he can buy his for £10 at Tesco's and have three of them for £30? And it, I annoyed myself because I didn't come up with my response quicker, which was, well, if you bought this one, you wouldn't have to buy another ever again. And like I said, I was, I was very young at the time, so I didn't come up with my, my comeback uh, remark. But also, I think even if I did, I probably wouldn't have said it because I'm not the most confident person around people I don't really know. And so anyway, so that was that comment was the nail in the coffin of my craft fair excursions and I haven't done one like I said for an awful long time because it's a lot of effort for me when I could be doing something better with my time so anyway I put that pride of mine aside and I was like okay well basically what I wanted to do was push the premium DIY uh, leather craft kits that was the aim they're at a more suitable price point for this area so basically there's three kits at £25, three at £30, and then there's a £40 one and a £50 one. So some of them are more on the higher end, but for £25, you had an option of three kits. And I was like, right, that's great. That should do quite well. And so, yeah, like I said, they are basically at a more suitable price for this area. So last week I set out to make as many as I could because I my in my head, I was like, okay, well, they're going to have up to 100 stalls and there's going to be loads of people there. You know, I'll make as many as I can and I'll hopefully sell a load. So in my head, I built up a sense of hope and we shall come back to that sense of hope a little bit later on in this story. And so basically what I did, I spent three full days preparing my unit and all these kits for this fair on Saturday. So I printed out 30 DIY kits and so there were a few different color options of each of the designs and like I said I mean cutting them out took a whole day basically to cut them out so I had to prepare the leather put the masking on get them cut out and then um, do all the sanding and removing all the uh, the masking after the sanding and stuff like that so it took a whole day just to get everything cut out um it then took another whole day to get them all put into their boxes so i could do i did all the edging removed any of so basically the diy kits have little holes cut into them rather than the um pricking iron slits so sometimes the excess material can get stuck in the hole so sort of removing all of that like I said, doing the edging and then getting everything prepared. So I had to cut out sandpaper and the cloth and get all of that sorted for the 30 kits and do all the stain pots. Now, unfortunately, I did run out of stain pots. So of the 30 that I got printed or the 30 kits I got printed, I was only able to make up 26 of them. But I thought that's fine. They can just go to one side. And I did put a order in for more pots which unfortunately due to royal mail's ongoing strikes didn't arrive until after the show so yeah got the kits done up and i made a load of labels so they're all nicely labeled and priced and that took me three days like i said to get well probably two and a half days to get all the kits sorted and then i had to get the room prepared and i made up a load of price tags for all the pre-made stuff that I have in the unit. So I do try and sell the items that I make from the YouTube videos because I do physically make that for the video. But also when I have people come in to do the one-to-one -one workshops, I will generally make the same thing. So I have a lot of little bits and pieces from those that I have for sale as well. So I've got everything priced up and ready, got the room all tidy. And then Saturday came around and well, actually before that, 
So, okay, we have to go back to the uh, why I decided to open my room. So my plan was I wanted to actually have a table and not be in my unit because my unit is sort of out the way from the main craft fair areas from the past. So I contacted them to say I want an indoor table. Um, I am based there, but I would rather have a table. So they came back to me and said, but we've only got tables upstairs that are free and so I was like okay that's fine you know I'll go upstairs but then when they told me where the upstairs crafting stores were going to be they have to walk past my unit so the organizers said well if you open your unit you're not going to have to pay for a table but also people are going to be going past your unit upstairs to these stores anyway and I was like okay that's a great option I don't need to move any of my stuff out I don't need to try and find a table or anything like that I can just set my unit up which I did and I put a sign out to say you know this is my unit you know jh leather have made leather goods and premium diy kits so i had it all signed by my door now the day of the craft fair so i'm already set up so i just do a little few bits had the internet man come in uh which is separate he just basically put an internet access point into my unit because the internet there can be a bit funny and i just got annoyed with it so i had a proper internet connection put into my unit so i don't need to worry about that anyway uh, that's not really part of the story so things had started. I had sort of looked around. I didn't go upstairs to start with, but I saw they had signs to go upstairs. You know, more stores upstairs, more stores this way. And I was like, excellent. People are going to be coming past the unit. And I went out and, you know, there was quite a lot of uni um, stores downstairs and they were starting to put some up outside as well, which was great. However, the the, the weather wasn't great. It was uh, pretty grey all day, which would have been fine if it was just great, but it also was quite rainy as well and so I don't think as many people turned up as they were hoping in terms of the visitors or well, that's what it felt to me I really didn't get many people coming past at all and sort of by lunchtime I hadn't sold anything I've had a few people come in and look at the stuff and especially with the DIY kits I would talk to them because I'm you know I'm trying to push it I'm not a pushy salesperson by any stretch of the imagination I find it really awkward and I hate being on the receiving end of that so i sort of just give people a you know this is you know range of handmade items that are all handmade and hand stitched and you also have a range of premium diy kits if you are looking to maybe get in the craft yourself or you have a crafty person in your life so that's pretty much all the spiel i give and then if anyone wants any more information then you know i will give that to them as and when they would like it so lots of people saying oh these diy kits that's a really good idea and then they would leave <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, by lunchtime, I hadn't sold a single thing. So I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm quite hungry now. I went for lunch quite early because I was hungry. And fortunately, the curry lady was there. I really don't know the name of her stand or her business, which I feel really bad about. But she is there at all the events, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to go, because the curries she makes are just amazing. So I went and got myself a curry and did a bit of a look around on site. And it was then when I realised that they hadn't put anyone upstairs at all like they told me they would. I basically, I went up there to have a look to see what stores were up there. And there was absolutely no one up there. And then on coming back down the stairs, they had also taken off the signs. So people just weren't coming past me, which was a major uh, issue, really, being told that I would get the footfall because they were going to have people upstairs and they'd be coming past. And then for them to not put anyone up there, uh, take the signs down and not tell me, I really... 
that that annoyed me quite a lot really and I'm not saying that led to me not doing well at all but it would have had an effect because people just weren't coming past where I was because I'm not I my unit is not on the main route that people were taking to get to the other craft stores so that was incredibly frustrating but after lunch my lovely neighbor arrived and she did buy two of the kits which was great and that was my first sale at half past one clearly she she did buy two kits which was great and um so yeah so that was that and then I just went on and it was just getting quieter and quieter and then so by three o'clock I was like okay well there's no point me wasting the rest of my time here because there was just there's hardly anyone coming through at that point and the people that were I just you get a lot of people coming in and asking uh for repairs which is fine but then they sort of bulk when I tell them I charge 30 pound an hour which you know if you think about what people would charge if you're a plumber you know or a carpenter or a mechanic is a lot more than that per hour I just had enough at that point so I started to just pack away what I was doing and so there was someone that did come in whilst I was packing things down and he did buy something else which was great so I've had two sales for the holiday and now that did come to 95 pounds in total however that was three and a half days work for that so that doesn't work out a very uh, good uh, <laughs> amount per hour let's put it that way uh, and so I left at half past three and went home to sulk in my misery of once again not doing well at a craft fair and I think what didn't help I think I built myself up for it because you know all over the website and all over their social media for the the people organizing the fair it was you know we've got this person coming we've got this person coming so it did look like they were going to have an awful lot of stands there which there was nowhere near the 100 that they had room for and yeah I think it just it just didn't work out. So I'm going to be sticking with my guns and not doing a craft fair again in this area. That's for sure. And so I did talk to someone else uh, who he was actually on the parking duty, but he his thoughts or his thinking behind it was a lot of people nowadays are coming to craft fairs at least in that in our area. They're going to the craft fairs with car boot sale prices in mind so anyway that's going to be my last craft fair that i'm ever going to be doing because it's just it's too much work for not enough payout when i could be doing a lot more uh, or i could have you know and there'll be a lot of better use of my time than sitting around all day for nothing basically so that is my uh <laughs> abysmal attempt at doing the craft fair and uh yeah, so that put me on a bit of a downer. Hopefully, looking forward to this week, I do have a big order on for a customer, which is going to be really nice to do. We're basically covering some tape measures in leather for their sort of stuff, for their Christmas gifts, I guess. And so I've got 30 of those to do, which is what I'm planning on doing this week. And uh, yeah, so things are looking brighter for this week, uh, <laughs> which will be nice. And sort of looking ahead, I've got that big order on which is going to be nice but also as uh, something to know if you are looking at buying a physical product from us there is a, a blog post on the website with all the information about the last ordering date deadlines for for countries to guarantee christmas delivery now if you order outside of that time your order will still be processed but it may not arrive in time for christmas so that's something to take note of if you are looking at purchasing a template or a kit or whatever for yourself check out the blog post first uh, and uh, go from there so also this month i have a couple of videos in mind and one of them i know i've said this for the last three months now <laughs> one of them 
is going to be the skiving video. So that is on the way. And hopefully I won't be filming that this week because I've got that big order on. Hopefully filming that next week as well as another make along video. Hopefully we will see. And I'm also hoping to start planning my dog collar and lead uh, online courses. I have briefly spoken about this before. It is something that I want to pursue. And I'm hoping in January is going to be the time when I can sort that properly and do all the filming because it's going to be a really course and i am really excited for that and it's going to have everything so it's not only going to have how i make things in it it's going to be how i do my specific measuring for the collars and working out sizes for, for from neck sizes and stuff like that because there is a little bit of fiddling around that you need to do is it going to be all that where i get my materials from is going to be a bit on how to help price as well and so it's going to be a really big in-depth course and so i'm looking forward to that i'm going to hopefully start writing that this month probably between christmas and new year because not much else goes on really around there uh, and yeah so hopefully there'll be more information on that coming out soon and yeah super excited for that and so that is where i'm gonna leave this episode of the podcast so thank you very much for listening along and i will catch you in the next one <laughs>